So welcome, 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 welcome to the first edition of our series, the Friday Film Podcast. And basically what the series is, is just talking to prominent filmmakers and receiving their, not just their wisdom, but just getting to know them as people. And this is brought to you by the ALZ Film Fellowship, which is an initiative of the Accountability Lab in Accountability Lab Zimbabwe, implemented in partnership with Magamba Network. So the Film Fellowship is like a learning opportunity aimed at developing the next generation of impact filmmakers. And it gives young people aged 18 to 35 an opportunity to gain skills in filmmaking and storytelling and just broaden their understanding of integrity and accountability, the main thing that we are focused on. Because as artists, I think we have that responsibility to ourselves and to the societies which we're asking to consume our art. Today's guest, I'm super excited. Today's guest is Joe Njago. So, oh, where do you even start introducing Joe? I don't, just seems larger than life. We all know him from social media, hashtag Shema Firim Firim. That's all we kind of know he does. But he is, he wears so many hats, not also literally because he always has a super cool hat going on. Um, he is a director, a producer, a writer, just all-rounder filmmaker you know guys know from the cook-off which was Zimbabwe's first production ever to be put on Netflix I had nothing to do with it but as a Zimbabwean like I'm just gonna participate in the celebrating and like taking credit for it like yes I love it and he also did the film The Gentleman in 2011 and if you remember Lobola which was his very first official film I think uh, that came out much earlier and he wrote and produced that as well and without further ado i hate when people say that but anyway without further ado i'm just taking up all of our time welcome to our first ever guest thank you so much joe jagu hey munya how are you? hello i'm good how are you i'm all right i'm all right i'm all right considering everything i think i'm good lockdown yeah. and all <laughs> Are you, as the kids are saying, are you natting? We're, we're, getting, we're, getting, we're getting that self-esteem on. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Ah, I'm doing a I'm doing a nasal rinse. Those things where you like you have to pump water up one nostril and out the, and it's so painful. But you know, I'm like each day I'm like, well, you know what's more painful? COVID, so suck it up. That's true. That's true. I'm, I'm even I'm even having some some ginger and lemon tea right now. Oh my god, same, same. Yeah. <laughs> I see. I've got like, yeah, yeah. like luckily I'm a fan of Zimbani, so I've got my Zimbani. I've got my my shijem guava. Got my mint. Oh, yeah. Got my lemongrass. Gotta stay safe. Yeah. Right? Back to the roots, eh? to the OG roots. Right. Well, yeah. I'm glad to hear you're, you know you're doing good. Um. So, Joe Njago, my first question. Name Jago Shmurevi. So, so Njago, Njago, it's a, it's a, it's a name. Uh, in here in Zimbabwe, Kununzukumabuja Kwamtoko, and it's also okay. a name in in Kukui, Kikui tribe in Kenya. So, For real? so, those, do, yeah. So it and you know this one the Koma Komo like when from the mountain. Those are sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Because <laughs> also I ask, because there's so many of you, I yeah. feel like in the arts industry, right? There's your brother, Tinashe. Yeah, I think I've, I think I've got like, like four brothers in film. Right? Why she like, so you're all obviously most talented individuals so you the titles you hold you are a writer a director a producer um yeah that's it with the hat professional drippers forever <laughs> uh, <laughs> which which title do you feel really like encapsulates everything that you do? Uh, so, so uh, I think I'm a director, writer, and mm -hmm. a producer by necessity. Uh huh. If I can okay. put it like that, yeah. And can you just explain to us also what a producer means? Because I know it means completely different things depending on which sector of yeah, arts so, 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 so why why i say why i say a producer by by necessity right uh in our zimbabwean environment right uh we we do not have a lot of producers right like mm -hmm. uh the proper way of, of film is like if you're a writer, get your get your script ready, find a producer, then the producer takes it up and produces it. Here in this environment, it tends to go its own, it has evolved in its own way where people, someone, if just if someone writes something, they're gonna direct it and they're gonna try and make it. And there's this mm -hmm. gap where there's, there isn't that, no one, no one is filling up the producing uh, gap. And a producer, uh, if I could explain what the producer does, the producer is the person that puts together the entire production. A producer will get will find a director, get everything together, get production companies coming together to make a production. So that's a gap that's been there for a very long time. That's why I try by all means to not wear all the caps at the same time. Like if I'm producing a production, I just want to produce, right? If I'm mm -hmm. directing something, I just want to direct, right? So that like I, I don't believe in overlapping uh roles because something will lack something will suffer yeah 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 don't spread yourself in so you you are professionally trained what are you officially professionally trained as as a director of those roles yeah. as a director okay yeah you and okay so clearly this talent was there a long time ago because you're officially trained under the Mandela Fellowship and the Yali program. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, that that came later though. <laughs> That's twenty. <laughs> I was I was I was Nanda Chichembele in the in the industry. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what sucks, right? In the industry, like everybody's like sixteen, nineteen. But honestly, yeah, everything yeah. has its own time, right? Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. So, did you did you feel like you had your family support because you're all in this together, right? Was everybody supportive? Dude, dude, no, no. So, so, no. so, so when I finished, when I finished, when I finished high school, right? Uh, mm -hmm. My dad, my dad uh, worked for for Zim papers for a company called Nightprint that that, that that did the printing of newspapers and all that, yeah. right? And so when I finished school, he sort of steered me towards that and made me to go for a degree in that, right? Uh, and well, without like we grew up without that much career guidance, like you're trying to figure, find yourself, what am I gonna do? 
I, I gave in and then went to college, mm -hmm. four years of my life doing lithographic printing, right? And in all that, like, I did not feel it. Like, that's that, like, I, I knew from the get go, like, this is not me. But, you know, dads are like, go get, a, get this degree. Like, you have to make a life out of yourself. Da, 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 da. Did it, finished it, started working even. And then, whilst working, right? Uh, so, initially from the get go, I knew that I'm a storyteller. Like, that's something that I, I knew from when I was very young. Like, I was that kid where we're home watching TV. And when a film finishes, I'm sitting there watching Best Boy, Grips, Gaffer, and I'm wondering in my head, what is that, right? And everyone wants to change to, to, to watch the, the next uh, show. And I'm like, no, don't change. I'm like, What are you doing? What are you reading? But there was just this urge, right? Where like, I, I like to call it a calling, right? Because I believe it's a calling. I believe it's a gift. I believe when, when you're driven towards something, life just sort of like gravitates you towards it, right? And so mm -hmm. from, from, I think, my first script that I wrote, I think I was probably, I was in like in Form 1, I think I was 13 or 12. I, I wrote a, a sitcom called Housekeeping. I still have it. In a, I wrote it in a counter book. And I had no idea how to write a script or whatnot, but I would just write it like a composition, like with dialogue and all that. And, and I, I loved just telling stories, right? But I, I had no idea, like, okay, these stories I'm writing, how am I going to tell, tell them, right? And... Little did I know that filmmaking was going to be a medium for that. So, so, so it's 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 quite a long story. I I don't think we have we have the time. But yeah, it's it started off. I started off in the in writing. Like I would write a lot of stories. I remember in high school. You know how in high school we have those free periods, of let's mm -hmm. say there's three, three free periods of nothing. So in our class, I remember. So uh, I grew up in Chitown, right? And there would be those are in the Anamandevu bicycle, where in, in these community halls, they would play these movies, right? And every weekend, religiously, I would go, I would go watch Bruce Lee, So there, it would be like one after the other. You watch like three movies, one. And then that next week, I go to school for free period. Don't say, Joe, go to the front of the class, tell us my move. I would narrate like you know, manawaki, manawako, torwa, obigo, you know, like, and then there'll be there'll be days where, like, like I remember there'll be days where I couldn't afford to go to the Mandevu thing, so I would go back to school, but I, that weekend I wouldn't have watched anything, right? And but still, the free period, guys are gonna be like, tell us, a, tell us a movie, and I would make stuff up, <laughs> like completely <laughs> crazy, crazy. <laughs> Yeah, it's so, like you so gotta come with something, you know. It started, it started from storytelling. Then, then, then uh -huh. the journey just took me to finding film as a medium to 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 carry the 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 gift, the calling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it, and I, like when you're talking about like with school and the free periods and stuff, it just sounds like something we could have in our in like school syllabi. You know, everybody's praising but like how much yeah. of that was actually encouraged within yeah. the actual syllabus at yeah. school i know when yeah. i left school there's just introduced drama as an igcse subject and yeah. do you wish to see more of that in official um inofficial school syllabi yes definitely like so, so so you know a funny story right so i remember i think i was in form three and then you know how cool high school they'll be like ma ma ku 
school holiday, so I write a story about uh, what happened during the holiday. So, whatever, I hate, right? I hate I, so, 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 so I wrote this insane story, right? <laughs> like I was just being creative. Uh, so you know, you write it at home. Then I came back. So we had this English teacher, Mr. Munyarad, and then he marks everything, and then he calls me to his office. You know, Kudara Tairoa Kuchkoro, right? And this own has got like a whip per desk. And the who wrote this for you? I'm like, what do you mean who wrote this for me? I wrote this like, oh, lie down. Dude whipped me, bro. And the, who wrote this for you? Who wrote this for you? And I'm like, is he crazy? I wrote this on my own. And and then the next, I think like a week later, he gave he, gave, he gives us an exercise, like during class, like he's in the classroom. And I'm writing, I'm writing, I'm writing. Mm-hmm. He he takes it. And then he calls me back again. He's like, uh, did you write this? I'm like, well, you were you were right there in class. It was this was a class exercise, and he's the one person right. who, in the beginning, started to encourage me. Like, okay, I like how you write. Like, you, you, the stuff you're writing is so creative and whatnot. And that's sort of like it's that little encouragement that just comes. So imagine if that's something that's already being taken up in school, like guiding, right. uh, guiding children in about careers, about different. It's it's almost like how Tichukura like yeah school is good but it's not just about school you could be killing a little kid's talent Manchester United so I feel like it needs to be a balance somehow in our curriculum for sure and like especially that thinking also to school is just academic stuff like you need that official training so for those of us who aren't able to go get training outside the country after school and we don't go to the kind of schools that, you know, have that in the curriculum. What do you think are the best options, especially for as well with someone who wants to learn that stuff, but they just don't have those resources? Then what do we I think, do? I think considering how, like, the, 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 the age we're living in now, uh, mm-hmm. the world is your oyster. Like, we're living in a, glo- in a global village with the internet, right? Like, right now, I, I, like, almost for me, like, it's, it's religious. Every day, I'll take a class of something, right? There's the, of, of anything like on the internet you can be in, in class every day right when we when we grew up we didn't have none of that right now someone can just type a master class on on film writing and you can have Shonda rhymes one of the best writers in the world talking to you on your computer so it's, it's an excuse to say, exactly it's an excuse to say kuti anzi i i don't have the opportunity it's an excuse kudara that's when it was even harder because all you had with when you were a book writing field and that's all you have Right, no one is gonna explain some more. But now, like the world, like is on our fingertips, literally. It is, and you know, thanks yeah. to people doing the work like you, and we actually have resources like stories of our own to learn from. It's not just because I've got book here, writing people. It'll be done by like some old white man, like some exactly. old white man from like nineteen twenty, exactly. and he's talking about like pilot film and genetic Joshi. Like what is this? Yeah, oh, so it's okay. we can we can learn. Yeah. But um <laughs> so so you're doing the work. You we we all applaud you, we thank you. You're doing the work on set when you whether you're the producer or the director or whatever, what's the kind of atmosphere that you want to bring to your sets? So so for me, right? Uh I always like to give the example of of Coca-Cola, right? I always mm-hmm. say to people, Coca-Cola tastes the same whether you're in Zimbabwe, you're in Kenya, you're in 
America or even in Mars, I'm sure it tastes the same, right? It's yeah. because there's, there's a formula and a process to making it, right? So irregardless of, of, of budget, right? Whether it be in Hollywood or in Zimbabwe or in, in Bollywood in India, the filmmaking process is the same, right? Irregardless of, of budget, right? The order of it, the etiquette of it is the same. So for me, I, want, I, want, I always want to respect the craft, right? Because I feel like if you respect the craft, it will show in the, in the project, right? So even if we don't mm -hmm. have money, even if no budget, but if you re respect each and every department and not cut corners, right? That's, that's sort of like the approach that I like to, to take on set, right? Uh, I always get this joke where a lot of guys say, ah, Hollywood. Like, I remember this one, we were shooting, uh, there's a new film that's coming on and we were shooting. And I think I had like uh, 40 crew members on set, right? And one fellow filmmaker came on set, right? And they were like, ah, you guys made us reach Hollywood. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like I'm an visa, and then don't go shoot at three, gonna three, gonna four, and I'm like, why? It's like no, cause there's no money. I'm like no, oh, there's not money. Like like to have a gaffer, munakawiya ari gaffer, munakawiya ari best boy, munakawiya ari cinematographer. That's not money. That's those are people. And it, you go and get that to run out the boys. I'm married. Just with a married time, time. But we are so. But I still have to respect each and every aspect of filmmaking. So that's one thing that's very important to me on my sets. Like, I don't like to cut corners. Even, even though person can on your Hollywood budget, but we're not going to cut any corner. We're going to do it the way it's done in our own little way. So that's sort of like my, my, my modus operandi when, when I'm working on set. Yeah. Yeah. Because you want that standard. And like the only way to elevate something to what you want to see it to be is just, just do it. Don't go down game. Should I start yeah. how you want to finish? I believe in it. In specialization, I believe in specialization, right? Where let someone specialize in what they're good at, right? It can be nice to say, oh, uh, we, we, let's double. You're gonna be the cinematographer. You're gonna be the production designer. You're gonna be the sound person, right? Something is gonna suffer, man, right? So yeah. if if we can just respect those elements and specialize and see what comes out, collaboration, yeah. Right. You you've mentioned as well, like collaboration and. It's the people. It's the people that make the thing. Stop thinking of it as a cost of like yeah. Yeah. It's the people that make it. So who in your experience of these 40 people, who is in your like 18? Who's my 18? Your like best people to work with. <laughs> Putting me on the spot. I think I think I think in my in my in my entire career, uh my 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 OG uh guy uh is is rufaro kaseke you know uh rufaro like we were together like from the beginning and from finding ourselves starting a company together and i feel like he, he played a very big part in my career in 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 who i am today like in terms of even the confidence boost like he's the first person who was like just threw me into the deep like you're gonna do this go let's go Let's direct this, right? And and so I feel like he 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 pushed me to take that leap into the jungle to be like, oh okay, let's go. And from then I never looked back. So I think I would, I would say Trufaro. That's that's like my my day one. Your your day yeah. one. Your OG OG. Yeah. yeah. So you want people who who push you, who push boundaries artistically and everything. So who would you want to collaborate with? Who you feel like you guys would 
you do that together and like produce something never been seen before. So, 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 uh, for me, collaboration, right, is about finding like f filmmaking, right? Making a film, uh, I, I, like, let's say we, we're about to embark on making a feature film. I always say, like, it's, it's like getting into a marriage, it's like getting married because. If we start making, if we say, if we say Munya, we're about to start to start this production today, right? That's gonna take us two, mm. three, four years of our lives together on that production, right? And yeah. what I value the most is uh, we have to have a synergy, and most important of all, we have to like each other. Because imagine not liking each other and working together for the next three, four years, right? So, so yeah. film, obviously, that's this is the reason why you find even in Hollywood, you get like Martin Scorsese always working with Leonardo DiCaprio. Christopher Nolan always mm. working with like, you know, you know what I mean? Because they would, they, would, they would have developed like a synergy, right? With, with people that they like, and then they, they, they start working together and they like each other's rapport. So in my journey, I've, I've worked with a lot of people, right? With, who I like and, and who I, I, I still want to, 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 to work with. No, like with Tom, with Cook-Off, it was a beautiful collaboration and, and, I, and I would still love to, to, to work with Tom. Uh, there's Eric Witzgal, you know, who's a very good friend of mine. Uh, was, was based in Denmark, but he's he's uh he's part of MMX here in Zimbabwe. You know, like these are people that 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 we are like-minded as I as I would call them, and we sort of like mm -hmm. see it the same way, and 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 we're pushing for like the same vision and same goal. Yeah. And that's what you well, that's what you had for Coco Fright. Like that's how you built it. On you had your system, your people who believed in the vision, people who believed in the system. And because I understand you worked it on a system of deferred payment, and that's something that I think is underrated in the world, yeah. regardless of the industry. And to be able to be such a such a believable brand as a person that people will come onto your project with faith, and they understand that three years from now this thing is going to be huge, X years from now this thing is going to be huge, and have that faith. I think I think for me, it's 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 understanding where we are as a community, right? And I, and I say the word community in capital letters, right? Because we're not an industry. Understanding where we're at as an industry, as a, as a community, right? Where we are we're in our infancy, right? We are transitioning from an era where there was a film industry back in the day, but it's very different from the one we're trying to build now, right? The industry back then was not a commercial industry, right? There was nothing commercial about it. They were. They didn't really care much about return on investment, or is this film going to make money or not? Because they were making film was was used as a medium for communication, for for social is, issues, right? Which film is right? Like you can actually do that, but that's how our industry was was based then. Like yellow card. Let's spread messages about teenage pregnancies and right and AIDS and HIV. Uh, uh, Neria, there's a new inheritance law. Let's let's spread the message to the people, and then they make a film about it. So, and there's nothing bad about that. But now we're in this new era where we are trying to create an industry out of this. We're trying to have commerce out of this, right? So it's very different from how it was back then to now, where we're trying to make money out of it and make money to make the next film and the next film and the next film. And the biggest challenge is how people view by compar com 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 comparison to other industries like you get you get people here where they're like oh oh joe i want to act i want to act right and you're like oh really you want to act and then the next thing like oh so how much are you gonna pay me how many millions and you're like what like yeah in hollywood they pay actors millions and i'm like do you understand that logic right 
if Denzel is being paid those millions, he's bringing them back. There's a return on investment. You put Denzel's face on a poster, one box office for three days, you bring back billions, right? So people don't understand yeah. that. And, and that's sort of like something that people need to, to, to get where we at, right? If, 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 if Zimbabwean film was, 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 a, was, a, was a baby, was a human being, right? Where little baby was not even crawling, was still young. And, we, and, mm. and, and, and appreciating that fact will allow you to see the position where we're at and what you're supposed to be doing. Like right now, we're building foundations. We're not even laying bricks yet. We're building foundations yeah. to see, to see where, where we're going to start laying bricks. So if we all see it like that and then come together and collaborate, something will come out. For sure, for sure. And with these, like you said, these old movies that would, I know, I guess what you call it, our golden age of uh, Zimbabwean film, that they had these messages. Yeah. Do you think that we're doing enough today? Because as you're saying, we're so focused on, you know, the bottom line, the making that, making the, you know, get your bread, make your bread every day, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are we doing enough bringing out the social issues that we have and like are we being accountable to ourselves because one of my favorite lines in Lovola, i think it's um like they call t-bone downstairs and then the i don't know if it was like the mom called or someone's like t-ani t-bone like it's inherent within our culture to have accountability and like to make like social justice isn't uh, an external thing for us, but like discourse on Twitter or something, it's just who we are as a people. And that was reflected in the films such as Yellow Card, Neri and yeah. are we doing enough and what can we do more? Cause that's our responsibility, right? As storytellers, we want to tell our stories. I think, I think, I think right now uh, it has evolved, right? Uh, mm-hmm. it's, trans- it's transcending from just being about feature films, right? But now, like in Zim, there's this whole new age of skits, right? Like, yeah. like you talk of bus stop TV, right, these guys. And these guys are pushing it on a level, right? Like, and this has been allowed by how technology has moved, where it's not just about a broadcast or, or being in a cinema house. Someone can just do like a web series and push, push something. And, 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 mm-hmm. and I like the examples you give of like Neria and them, right? If you look at it from back then, right? Uh, there's a statement that says he who, who, who pays the piper calls the tune, right? Uh, those, those films back then, mm-hmm. it, was, it was USAID, right? That, that, that was behind the funding, right? Through, through MFD, right? And they would deliberately yeah. make sure that they fund something to push a certain message, right? And, and, and now, mm-hmm. I think there's, there's less of that because you have a filmmaker, a storyteller, with no backing or funding from anyone, and they're saying, I'm going to tell my own story my way, and no one is going to tell me how to, to present it, right? Yeah. Uh, what, 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 what people don't even understand, like even with, with American Hollywood films, that's American propaganda, if, if you look at it, right? There's a reason why Bruce, Lee, Bruce, Bruce Willis, there'll be a big explosion. Hero Shot is walking. And the American flag is waving. I feel it. it won't burn. Yo, all those novel films funded like, by the like, army. You like a but it won't, right? But that's propaganda. <laughs> right? America, America, American government, American government actually puts money 
to to make sure mm-hmm. that that agenda is pushed right so yeah. those, those are some those are some elements where i actually feel like our government uh don't realize the power of filmmaking and how mm-hmm. how, how much they can take advantage of it you know because we do like that support to like advocate our country our people all of that through mm. through this um and you spoke of usa and i was gonna say one of the I, I thought it was a really good film, China, and that was a USA yeah. film, and that yeah. did highlight some of the social issues we're having. Yeah. Um, do you have any examples of people you know who, you know, despite these challenges that we face with like financing and aid and everything, um, that that are doing good things? Because like USA has done, I still think like all the three USA movies that I know have been brilliant. Um, there have been relevant issues that were brought up. So do you know yeah. of any others? It's, like, nece- it's very necessary. Like the, way, the way I see it, it's very necessary. It's, it's, ne- it's necessary to be done like that, right? Like, mm-hmm. like it, it has to be done because like film is a very good mode uh, of communication. Film, yeah. film, film there's, it, it's, got, it's got a lot of elements that can make people listen. So, so that kind of work is very necessary to, to, to be done like that like because it's, it's a very easy way of getting information to people so i actually feel like mm-hmm. we need we need to we, we need to do it more right and we need we need, sure. we need uh yes we need so we need support more to, to sort of like use that more as, as a way of, of of pushing stuff to people and entertaining people as well yeah and yeah. it's great because i remember working for hyphen like you said would always be on our t-shirts and it's great that we have we have that support um yeah. to to bring out our stories and like we said i think it's on us i know you've mentioned um the zimbabwe development the zimbabwe film industry development platform is doing great work with you know trying to work yeah. in government policy so it's not just yeah. you know we all have to rely on external people but we can all tell these stories together because even though they are local stories they're still just human conditions yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that we have to tell yeah yeah so I wanted to ask you, um, super quick, you have all of these awards. You have, I'm sure somewhere that I can't see, there's like a mantelpiece <laughs> full of, you've got the Canberra Film Festival Award for Cook-Off, you've got the NAMA for Gen- the Gentleman. How do you get, how does somebody get their foot in the door internationally? Because that's a huge thing to break through. And I feel like as Zimbabweans, we're often overlooked, even just like in Southern Africa as a region on the continent. So what more? Like, how do you make that happen? I think, I think it's not like there's a formula to say this is how you make it happen. But mm-hmm. uh, in a journey, right, uh, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm not someone who's big on like saying, oh, I'm doing this so that I can get awards. For me, yeah. they're bonuses, right? It's like, oh, oh, thanks, right? That's not the, the goal, right? Uh, and getting recognition, like, for outside, and it's, it's, it's part of a journey. It's part of a process, like in filmmaking, right? In filmmaking, you make a film. Uh, if, you, if it's a local success, then you have to obviously see if you can take it outside, right? It's like for us, for, my, for our journey, right? When we did Lobola, we were so clear about it that this is not mm. like some Oscar winning or international hit. We knew we're making a film for the local market, right? Even the, lo- even the story is localized, right? 
we this was deliberate we knew exactly what we were doing for for us like i remember having a conversation with with rufaro we were sitting by by the stairs uh where i where i used to stay then and we were having this conversation like where we were saying let's kick this is to kick start something right for us for us this was like trying to to kick that to to re, to re, to, re, to revive what we what we felt was like a dormant industry that was sleeping for a very long time nothing was happening right and here we are yeah. wanting to be filmmakers and and we had been in this mode for a long time where you're waiting for budgets right and and that moment <laughs> might or might never come right and we were like you know what let's let's take it upon ourselves let's see what we can do right so that's how we sort of like started with the bullet say okay let's try to introduce ourselves locally right we cast our mm-hmm. net very narrow like okay this is what we're doing we knew exactly what we were doing and 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 by god it worked right we pushed it it was like a local hit and all that right and then that sort of like pushed us to say okay uh what's next like like why i said rufaro right rufaro has always been that person who will be like we're in the middle of a celebration or something okay this worked and then you just look give you this look where you're like okay what's his thing and then he's like okay dude what's next this is done <laughs> you're like can can we can we save for this moment like no what's next what are we yeah. doing next right so so he's always been that person who puts that good pressure you know to you and that's 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 sort of like how we 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 came we came to 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 do the gentleman right i remember uh when how we came up with the idea of the gentleman we were we were on a plane to cape town and then he keeps bugging me he's like do you have the next script do you have the next script right and we were on a plane to see uh we we're going to to these producers in cape town and i'm like it is like do you have the next script do you have the next script? like he, he actually wanted to go and pitch it and we're on the flight we're like 40 45 minutes into into cape town and i'm like dude what are you talking about He's like no we need the next script come up with something right now before we land <laughs> yeah so so that's how crazy uh it was in the relationship and and i'm like and and i remember munya we were with munya just the three of us me munya and rufaro and i just looked at munya and i'm like munya can you play twins He's like, dude, give me a stage, <laughs> and and this was just oh, yeah. in my head. This is how crazy we were we were working, at, right? Like just on the on the ball, and and I'm sitting there and I start writing something like a synopsis, and and I'm like, this story is like amazing, yeah. good. That's what we're gonna go with. So so it's it's that uh it's that's why that's why it's it's so important to find those kind of people with the synergy mm-hmm. uh to push you and to push them like it's it's vice versa, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, so to close off, we just had two questions from uh, participants in the film fellowship. So Tokudzwanashindanganda asked, what were your earliest challenges in the industry? And Taonga Masendege is also asking, how do you deal with criticism? Uh-huh. I think I think earliest, earliest challenge for me was uh, finding a way in was one mm-hmm. of the biggest challenges right like where you understand there's this world of filmmaking but how do I get in you know like yeah. so for me uh I would say don't be afraid uh don't be afraid of the people we look up to right because like I remember back in the day like you look up to these big people celebrities right and you're like ish but for me dude I just took a leap of faith I remember uh like one one of the people I, I i would i would actually give props to like in my early career is ben maaka and tatenda mawetera 
like back in like 2005 those two gave yeah. me my first shot they gave me my first shot they read my first script ever which i wrote a film called bitter pill you know and ben took a chance on it and he directed it tatenda produced it right that was like my first but this came from from a phone call to just say hey what up i'm this person i'm aspiring you know so so don't be afraid to to just approach people right that's i think that's what i can say that what's all the next question uh how do you deal with criticism how do you do criticism uh so uh criticism is a part of the game right uh art is criticized like you can never you, you can never make something that everyone is going to like never right but for me the trick is to use that criticism to grow and learn because within that criticism there might be truth you know so so don't don't be don't be don't don't hold on to your thing and say oh this is the best thing ever since sliced bread you know there's, yeah. there's always someone who's going to be like oh no but you could have oh right so in that bad there's always some good so that's how and it takes time because like like i remember early early days you wouldn't take criticism if someone says something like no what are you talking about hey. but but as you grow you just get on to appreciate to say okay you know what they might be right how, how can i learn from this and the good thing is if someone yeah. criticizes you about something and you learn from it you're never going to do it again the same that same way yeah 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 thank you so much joe for having this Thanks, conversation Mona. with me having this conversation the film fellowship um this has been great it's the first of many series and honestly i really hope that we can continue the conversation and have you back sometime and honestly my important most important takeaway was we should not be afraid so if we see you in the street post rona we can hit yeah. you up ask you questions um you know thank you for the work that you're doing and for being availing yourself to the new generation of filmmakers because that's not something that everybody who's high up there does they don't still have time for the yeah. little guys the little fishies in the tank so thank you so much well, hey well, it's too little it's time to, to go <laughs> right right tungo tungo natira drink your tea stay safe stay definitely safe. stay safe everybody stay safe and thank you for watching everybody thank you um you guys if you have any comments any other questions that you have please don't be afraid to drop comment um after the session is over and we will see you next week don't forget 5 p.m on friday the friday film for the film friday podcast um we're hoping to have more and more prominent filmmakers and just give insight into the industry and how these people have made it work for themselves and what we can do to you know do our own thing so thank you so much guys and i'll see you next week